Welcome back to another episode of Suds and Cinema. My name's Kyle. I'm Jacob. I'm Josh. This is episode 134, and today we are finally reviewing Bones and All. Working title, Bone and Balls. <laughs> so, gonna be huge. Luca Guadagnino, big fans all around. Uh, plus some other stuff we watched, Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> You guys, are you guys done watching movies or what? Um, That's the time to watch movies. It's the World Cup. Okay. Yeah, World Cup also. <laughs> Been watching that constantly. Watch so yeah, the it was uh, Thanksgiving week. So how was your guys' Thanksgivings? Oh, just great. You gonna Good be? Food. You gonna pay attention Good. to the podcast? Or you gonna watch <laughs> this fucking soccer game? I mean, this could be Canada's first win ever. <laughs> Who the fuck cares? <laughs> Billion people care, okay? Is there a billion people in Canada? No, I mean just in the world. I don't think a billion people care about Canada. No <laughs> offense to Canada. True. There's <laughs> only there's less people in Canada than California. Yeah, so. <laughs> True. So it was good? Yeah, it was good. <laughs> it was good. exhausting for me. I had three of them to go to, so. Yeah, I bet. Tiring, but we made it through. A lot of food. Tons of food. In Good bed by like ten, <laughs> had to sleep <laughs> off all the, the food. I was so f- I ate so much I was so full still the next day. <laughs> You're like I didn't <laughs> I like even woke eat. up and I was like, Ugh. like I don't feel like eating today. I need to take a day off. Yeah, and then yesterday we went to Wolverine State Brewing. Had a couple brujas there while we after we watched Bones and All. Mm-hmm. By the way, Ann Arbor, super meta. Yeah, that was really weird. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I saw that. <coughs> like, we were there at the time. We're like, oh, that's weird. James, like, that's meta. <laughs> yeah, it felt very meta. So, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, here we are, ready to drink more beer. All right, cool. Well, let's get into our beer. Uh, so, we're going to do two beers for this episode because we have two uh, just single cans that we want to get through. <laughs> and uh, one of them was from Travis, so that was a while ago, so we definitely want to get that while it's fresh. I love you, Dad. And then uh, <laughs> the other one is can Josh got, so I guess he can talk about that when we get to it. But uh, let's start with the the Great Notion beer, and I believe it's called Top of the Morning. That it is. It's a tall can on the bottom next to the other one. That's the one. It was picked specifically for Jacob because there's a climber on it. Is there? There is. Probably going to be one of the best beers we've had on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Maybe. Could be. Tip top of the morning. Is it says tip top? Tip top top of the morning. I have it. Oh, collaboration beer. Yeah, with ATH. Yeah, around the horn. Did you yeah, find it, Kyle? I know your untapped skills are pretty chalked. Tart ale oh, is strawberry, uh, banana, no. granola, maple flavor, vanilla flavor, and certified color. Yeah. Wait, what did you say that was in it? Uh, strawberry, banana, granola, maple, okay, vanilla, yeah. and certified color. Okay, well, we have a different, little more description on the untapped, so I'll go ahead and read that. Uh, it, it reads, we made a smoothie beer with our buddy Andrew from around the Horn Brewing Company in Groveland. Why is it spelled wrong in this? Groveland, California. 
This breakfast-inspired sour smoothie is loaded up with strawberries, granola, bananas, maple syrup, and vanilla. Contains dairy. So it doesn't talk about the certified color in that doesn't. one. <coughs> and perfect because it's before noon, so technically breakfast. And I plan on going climbing after. Look at that. Boom. Beautiful. The way it just ties in is immaculate. <laughs> Sitting at a... Six. Six percent. Two, AB, two IBUs. Two? Why would they even put that then? <laughs> is that it's even... Not, me- it's not a scientific <laughs> score anyway. Yeah, that's not even so measurable. You, you might as well say zero. Yeah. Clearly, a- IBUs are dying. Like, yeah. no one cares about an IBU unless it's an, an IPA, and even then, it's... It's kind of pointless at this it's point. It's arbitrary. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> it's arbitrary. Pretty much, you can only taste up to 100, and anything over 60 is bitter. So... <laughs> It's like, whoa. Um, and it's sitting at a 4.14 untapped rating. So Huge. a good one. Should be. All right. Give us our can <coughs> crack and pour it up. All over my face. <laughs> Did it? Yeah. Nice. So uh-huh. you know it's going to be good. It smells super mapley. What are you doing? I'm just getting shocked really quick. Ah. I have no idea, so we'll keep going. Jacob, how many times have you have you poured I a don't fucking usually do that. beer, and Not it's never that low? Three different ways. Every time we do one. Did you measure it perfectly, Jacob? No, he I, didn't. Well, I mean... Science rules. I would need a graduated cylinder in order to perfectly measure this. <laughs> or an Erlenmeyer flask. You're going to want to get some of that, Jacob. Yeah. Well, see, this is how you're supposed to do it, see? Because you had none of the juices. It sank right to the bottom. Look. Yeah, just immediately. (laughs) Are we about even here? Yeah, right now. Looks good. Close enough. Uh, There was a little bit left. That's what I was wondering. Oh, gotcha. Get some of my... I'll get some of the goop. Goop, too. Oh, yeah. Some of that goop. I'm going to come. Mm-hmm. There might be a little goop left. I'll take some goop. Oh, yeah. Goop. That oh, would yeah. have been your favorite sip, Jacob. Very mapley on the nose. Yum. Yeah, it smells like <laughs> straight like maple syrupy jam. <laughs> what? It does. <laughs> that's what it yeah, smells like. Maple, maple syrupy jam. Mm, that's what it is. <laughs> well, cheers. cheers. Top of the morning. Whoa. That works. See, in this case, I feel like the maple works really well. What is that? Strawberry and what else? Strawberry, <laughs> banana, granola, mm. maple syrup. That's it. Yeah. See, this is a good balance. I don't get too much of that granola, which I hate when it's like overpowers the fruit. But this is Kyle's least favorite style of smoothie. My least favorite style of it smoothie? Because it's the dessert smoothies. Not the Why fruit. is that my least favorite? No, we've it's not. T- we've, we've been no, over No, that's this. Jacob's f- least favorite because he hates the graham cracker and shit. I thought you said that too. No, Because you didn't I like said, that one beer um, that we had, the cheesecake one. Well, yeah, but I'm just not a fan of cheesecake. Uh, so like, <laughs> but like, I like the dessert. I like the dessert smoothies. Um, so Jacob, you're the one that hates it. It's true. And this one works. Yeah. Like this is not too much. And plus I love maple syrup. I think this is like... No matter what you, I guess, however you feel about the flavors, 
it's at least unique. It's not holy fruit. It's not like holy dessert. Yeah. You I think a it's a little loaf. too maple for me. Not a big maple? Not when it's when it tastes this sweet. Like I used to love the blueberry maple stout from Saga. Yeah, that's too much now. But now that's like, yeah, you burp and it yeah. tastes like maple syrup for two hours. <laughs> Sorry, I was not listening when you um, read the description. Did you get the collaboration brewery yeah. around this? Cool. With Andrew. Around the horn. Yep. Their buddy Andrew. Yeah. Andy. Andy for short. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like it because it's, like I said, it's unique. Like you get you get all the flavors that they're going for. I love strawberry banana. Maple is nice. Granola makes it nice breakfasty. I don't think it's too overpowering on the sweetness either. That's easy to do, like you're saying. I don't I feel like this just adds yeah. enough maple flavor. Well, like especially my first drink, because obviously it's your first drink, it was really kind of that tartness hit you, but yeah, I didn't get like overwhelmed with sweetness. It's good. I think this is the best of the dessert style smoothie beers that I've ever had. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now that's I don't think that's like a big thing to say because I don't normally like those that much. Yeah, it's good. Still, like I said, too, a little too mapley for me. <coughs> but it yeah, is unique. I can see unique. that. But how's the mouth feel? Mouth feels great. How's it feel in your mouth? Feels pretty creamy. Mm. And you know, I like that. Holy shit, I'm going to come. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, anything else to say on tip top of the morning? Crushability? Not not gonna Pretty be high. Well. <laughs> <laughs> three. I would. Yeah, I would say three. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah, I don't. I I think I'm Maybe. good with the exact amount that we had. I like. I could have done like a full one, but no more. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking yeah. I'm pretty content yeah. on. Like a twelve. This would be like a twelve. Not yeah. like a, not like a full. Pint. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. All right. Well, that was tip top of the morning. Excuse me. <clears throat> From Great Notion. Top of the morning. Should we get into our featured review here? We should. Well, Let me pull it up here. All right. Well, we are discussing Bones and All. Uh, Bones and All is written by David Kajganich. Ka- yeah, good luck. <laughs> Kajganich. Kajganich. That's what I'm going with. Um, and it is directed by Luca Guadagnino. Stars Timothy Chalamet, Taylor Russell, Mark Rylance. Um, David Gordon Green. <laughs> Michael Stuhlberg is in it. Uh, that's about it. Low. Plot synopsis reads, Marin, a young woman, learns how to survive on the margins of society. What did you guys think of Bones and All? I enjoyed it quite a bit. I didn't at all know what it was about going in until... Joshua said, talked about it right before. I mean, I only knew a tiny bit of what yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't I knew quite it was there. A horror romance. And that was, I kind of got from the title what I knew the what like gimmick. It was be. Yeah. But like, it doesn't say anything. So I went to see this with Alyssa, and, uh, and she wanted to see it because it was Timothy Chalamet. I'm sure she And I was it. like, oh, it's a romance. Nothing about that in the 
plot description or anything. We almost talked her sister into coming too, and I didn't say anything. I was like, okay, if I can get him to like fall into this, like it'd be so funny. <laughs> it's not like they're gonna leave. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it gets to the first scene of like the first incident or whatever, and it's and I just look at Alyssa. She's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I was gonna. I, I just knew knowing. It was horror, <laughs> knowing it was Luca. Yeah, you said it I might have been like a zombie be. or something. Where I'm well, like, I didn't know what. Yeah, I know. But I was thinking like warm bodies. Mm. <laughs> then I'm like, oh no, it's it is kind of like that, but not they're not dead, and not very funny. <laughs> no, not at all funny. It's not a rom com. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, I did enjoy it. I do think some parts were rushed too fast and other parts were dragged on too long and i think the movie itself was a little too long um kind of got once you get past like the i guess gimmicks of it it's it kind of felt especially in one section of it it felt very long and i was kind of over it in the end <coughs> the ending felt like there was like multiple yes endings mm-hmm. which kind of where it kind of <laughs> fell apart for me was right at the end because then it added it like it started a story again kind of and then it immediately like ended after that and now it just felt kind of empty yeah the ending kind of felt like like i'm okay in. with the kind of endings that are ambiguous but this felt like it wanted to add more and then just didn't so it was kind right. of clumsy at the end yeah i don't know if that was necessarily needed or not but the true end like the very last thing well i thought was pretty awesome but um other than that, yeah, it was good, not great for me. Um, yeah, I liked Bones and all. I definitely wouldn't say I love it. I feel like I'm probably exactly where you guys are at. I know exactly what you're talking about with the ending. I think it comes down to like pacing and like structure, which when you step back and look at it, I was watching it in the theater and I was like, okay, I it's so different and like, um, it's just like not a, like a three act structure that like, I was like, okay, I, I kind of like appreciate that it's different, but then like I could feel it watching it. Like I could yeah. feel the pacing slow down at parts. Like it was leading up to this one moment. And then after that, it's like, oh, there's still like 40 minutes left. <laughs> yeah. In the movie. Yeah. And I was like, where do we go from here? Um, but I mean, ultimately, like if you break down like the moments and like the scenes, if you kind of treat them like separate stories, I like each of them. But, like, I don't know how well it flows together mm-hmm. as, like, a con- cohesive movie. Um, I really like the, uh, all the performances. Timothy Chalamet and, oh, yeah. f- as far as I know, this unknown Taylor Russell. She was awesome. And, like, I was wondering if she was related anything. to Carrie Russell, but oh, I don't think uh, she is. Because I didn't, they didn't, normally they tag, like, <clears throat> their parents and she didn't, but. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty common last name, but I guess right. it could be. Um but yeah, I loved all the performances. I thought it was shot very interestingly. Uh, there's a lot of like choices made. Like I love the um, <laughs> like the basically like the zoom in, but it's like a jump. Yeah, yeah. Jump yes, I loved that. Yeah, I love those. Yeah, I, I feel like that's like an older technique that has, isn't used as much anymore. I like his camera pans too, which I thought maybe this was the Suspiria because they had like very similar. It's not. I think so I know like Lucas the guy. Direction. Yeah, and the guy like I feel like it was it would not have been the same like 
because um, it's not the guy that did Call Me By Your Name either. Mm-mm. No, the, he, it was him and Suspiria yeah. were the same guy. Yeah, because those, like, those are much more like, I don't know. The one movie is very intimate, but um, they're much more like non-personal, I guess. They're much more like sterile looking, and this is like a lot more, like, a lot closer shots, personal, like, up, like, moving, I don't know, like, for this movie, it works, it mm, works well. I agree. Um, what they're going for. So, I liked how it was shot and a lot of those choices, but, yeah, it just comes down to, I guess, like, the story and what is it trying to say as well. Um, I don't know that there's that much beyond, like, some obvious metaphors right. and then just, like, mm surface level stuff it doesn't really go much beyond that and the only thing else to to glean from that would be like the love story which i think they do have good chemistry but like we've seen better love stories especially from luca Mm -hmm. like like outsiders love stories you know call me by your name is miles better i think so uh yeah overall liked it didn't love it but yeah i did like how it was filmed some and was actual on film and you mm-hmm. could those those moments were really cool in it yeah i think that this one feels like it was going more for like an indie film like an indie romance versus i mean i haven't seen call me by your name but i don't know if it's in that same vein or not but obviously suspiria is definitely not <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah this one just felt like it f- looked like my kind of movie <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, with like a horror, like a little bit of horror twist. Yep. Yeah, David Gordon Green. I don't know if you noticed him or not. Mm-hmm. He's with the he's the guy that's with Michael Stuhlberg, I think. Yep. Right? Yeah, yeah. They and then they introduce some stuff that they don't really go anywhere with, like yes. the bones and all. Yes, there's like a couple of things like that. Yeah, I was like, that's a cool, like interesting concept, but they don't really ever like talk about it again or bring it or like nothing comes from Not that until like the end and then i'm like oh this could be like an ending like that and then maybe we see but it doesn't i guess you could assume that yeah. that happens right like is i don't know <laughs> it's not really clear whether what like what it how it actually ends is like <laughs> they're okay yeah and i do I like know. i i do like titles being in the movie but this one they did it like multiple times I like it when it's kind of just like a one-off, like not necessarily a throwaway, but titles. You're like talking about re- like the state abbreviations? No, 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 no. No, like the actual title. Oh, the title. Sorry. Oh, they brought in the <laughs> yeah. title. Oh, like oh, there's the title. I know. Movie. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. And then they did it like four or five times. But that like, also yeah. made it seem like that was going to be a bigger thing, but never really is. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, I feel like it could have. I mean, as far as I know, it's kind of faithful to the book, but that doesn't always mean like that you should stay faithful to the book. You can, you know, we talk about all the time. Movies are their own thing. Like, obviously, this is your inspiration. But I mean, look how different Suspiria was. Right. Yeah. <laughs> From the original, nothing alike. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like he could have pushed it further in some aspects. Um, like, it's pretty graphic, but then like, not that I want to see that, but like Suspiria really goes there. And there's parts that there's parts that like they just kind of shy away from in this movie. And then, like I said, the bones and all thing, uh, like some of the horror angles, like the people, like the other eaters, as they as they're called, 
like I don't know there's nothing besides the end that like like I feel like those two characters uh the Michael Stuhlberg and David Gordon Green like that was going to be something else yeah yeah if you take if you take them out it doesn't like they didn't add anything other than saying the title of the movie like, well it create, they went nowhere yeah i thought it was to create almost like an it follows type feeling where it's like any time other people could be knowing where you are and that you are that and you, they could be a danger because they know where you are right it's like this weird superpower that they share but it's never really that much of a problem yeah it's yeah. not like that becomes a problem that follows them other than you know how it ends right yeah and like there's one point too where it's like you find out that this person has been like following them this whole time but you don't know that they never give you like would i rather see like would would i rather have them show that he is following them and it like it's yeah it's kind of like cliche and kind of tropey but it raises the tension or like do i like the fact that they just like hit it the whole time until the end but that almost <laughs> i don't know because i think the way it was done kind of makes it feel cheap, like a cliche moment. Mm -hmm. It's like, obviously, of course, things get happy, so it has to be a bad thing. And it's just like a, I guess that could be on purpose because romance movies like that slash rom-coms can always have that bad thing that happens after things are good. Maybe it's intentional to be like that. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I do feel like the one scene added just a lot of things that were interesting questions, the bones and all. It adds that other eaters also can find you. It adds like what the questions about whether a person who's not right an eater can also kind of join them. It seemed like because uh, he wasn't right. The right. Gordon Green's character wasn't, but yet it almost seemed like maybe he was starting to become it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, well, he said he, he was, was said he was learning to, to smell. smell. Yeah. yeah, so then I'm like, okay, that's just creating all these interesting things. Like, is this a power you can gain? Is this all in the heads? Is is this real? Like, what? Is, it's just adding a lot, and then it was kind of never addressed again. Yeah, I don't have a problem with him like not getting too much into yeah. like grounding like these rules or like setting definite rules because obviously it's there's like some fantasy element to it, I guess. Yeah. Like, it feels but not like, like a, too much. It does feel like it's going into like, maybe like a twilight type thing. But yeah. But not, <laughs> not to like an extreme where yeah. it's like, this is like, this yeah, could not be cheesy, in the real world right. or cheesy. Yeah. So I don't know. Some of that stuff, I guess I don't have a problem with, but yeah, there's, a, there's other things that feel like are set up and just kind of left to left out there. And they're not like things that like, I have like lingering questions on either. It's just like, okay, that didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Which maybe, again, could be the point. Yeah. Obviously, this is supposed to be some kind of metaphor for something, right? Like, are they actually eating Yeah, people? we could talk about that. Yeah. I mean, there's... There's there's the interesting... The interesting thing about it is, like, them being able to... Them... <laughs> making you sympathetic of a cannibal... Right, because yeah. this is like it's. I think the way that it's um, shown is like supposed to be like one of the most, you know, immoral acts or whatever like possible. But when you're following these characters and you're sympathetic towards them, then like that's like an interesting angle to take. Because like Hannibal Lecter, for example, like he's like the villain, right? And like there's no sympathy for him or whatever. Like he's 
evil. He's just evil incarnate from the beginning. But it, like in this, you're you're meant to have like these feelings towards these people like and their questions. Yeah, yeah, and like their stories and stuff too. It's kind of like they while well, they were like born into it, it's like hereditary for yeah. a lot of them. So that's like an, another angle. Um, and then I think the most obvious thing for me, at least, was like some sort of substance abuse. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, it's like, a drug thing. Yeah, so, um, like the them being born dressed. into it. Yeah, like poverty as another thing. Like, and then it's the, the Ohio. time, uh, late eighties. <laughs> oh yeah, Ohio. Well, Maryland originally. Yeah, I know. But, but yeah, just like the Ohio the time frame that the movie set in, and um, a lot of things that yeah, like born into it, the mom being poor, yeah. the mom, um, them like other people kind of being able to sense it. I feel like that's even like a a thing of drug culture. Is like you can always kind of spot another junkie. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, just like, you know, a lot of obvious things. I don't know. And again, I don't think it goes much deeper than like the surface level of that stuff, though. So I don't know what that what we get. What does that make the movie better? Does it add anything to the movie for you guys? (laughs) Maybe it is literally because like it's so done with these like drug movies and the romance and it being dark. You know, that's like a pretty common thing Mm. versus this hit maybe when that first came out that was like a big thing like it really hit you with this like moral ambiguity and it made you think but now it's just so done that it doesn't but then you're like okay let's replace it with cannibalism Mm -hmm. and create that shock and then that the questions that come in yourself like you he's like okay this is fine yeah Mm. (laughs) come in yourself (laughs) that like it makes you think and makes you uncomfortable trying to consider what they're going through, but also like this is pretty terrible, but it also makes you question that. <laughs> I don't know. It, I, it's obviously to create discomfort and it, whether that was effective or just a cheap way to do it, I guess is up to who's watching, but yeah, it could be just that. I also didn't, <clears throat> I didn't understand the flashbacks like or the dream sequences. Yeah, like they didn't really do like especially her dreams were like of her dad like vomiting blood and stuff and it's like what it Oh, yeah. Kind of felt like it was trying to show something like but then it never really fleshed out for me. And then obviously Timothy had the same and his we find out what his was. I mean, kind of. But it just felt like they were they were meant to do something and if they weren't then it's like why were they there mm. just to add tension or or like just visuals unsettling visuals i don't yeah i haven't really like thought a lot about it maybe that would come on a rewatch or with like some research but yeah, yeah i kind of agree like cuz her dad it's pretty like from what he says it's pretty like clear that he's against you know that and i don't know like what that would mean like what that's representative of like what those images are representative of him vomiting blood and some other things it's pretty quick too like the things that they flash up so that's why i was like that's like the most stark one i was gonna say that's the the only one i remember yeah (laughs) well timothy was hitting with a crowbar oh right yeah and that was you think you think that that was one thing but then you find out that it's not Mm-hmm. So I don't it's know true. what <laughs> the purpose of that was either. Hmm. 
I don't know. I don't have an answer. Who knows? You gotta ask Luca. <laughs> <laughs> no, you gotta ask uh, Kritchik. <laughs> oh, okay. sure. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't have too much else to say. Maybe I we guess can talk about the end, though. Yeah, talk about the end. Yeah. I mean, we've touched on some things that I guess you could consider spoiler, but not not too much. So, um, if we want to talk about the end, we'll say spoilers from here on out. Skip ahead. You want to crack a beer before we do? Oh yeah, we can do that. <laughs> oh well, I mean, we're talking about the end, and then are we going to wrap up after that? Well, I don't we have any wait. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay. I do. Oh, well, we can okay, do well, it yeah. for Kyle. Okay. <laughs> for Kyle. We'll do you wait. have that much more to say on Bones All? I don't want to cut you guys short. No, no, go no. Ahead. Okay. We can go. We can go. Okay. <laughs> I can start. Okay. So, okay. I thought them going to Ann Arbor and everything, <laughs> which was weird, but I thought that part, you know, it showed the happiness. I assumed that something bad might happen just because everything seemed to be going too well. But also I thought maybe that's just because I'm conditioned for these kind of cheap things to happen. And then it happens. Mm -hmm. And there's just so many questions raised at that last scene. (laughs) Like, okay, I know Timothy comes in at the end to save her Mm -hmm. and then he gets stabbed and then... It's like they leave first. I'm like, okay, they leave him. Maybe this is the part where they do the bones and all right to another eater. And I thought, okay, that's it right here. This is going to be the, that moment that they've been talking about. The they're going to the get movie. horny as hell. Yeah. The bones. It kind of seemed like that. Right. Cause he, they're all like, uh. well, when and she she's like ripping out, that's, and she's like ripping out his heart or whatever. And they're just like, mm. I'm like, Oh, here's the bones and all, but that doesn't happen. Right. And then, He's stabbed and, you know, for some reason they don't go anywhere, but like they were attacked. This would have been an easy thing to explain to like call an. They say we can't call an ambulance, but I'm like, why? They're not, they're not doing anything wrong now. They got attacked. Yeah. In their apartment. They defended themselves. Like how else would that guy, it's their apartment. And he got stabbed. So I mean, (laughs) like they have proof that they were, I guess, cause she like ripped out his heart. That would look a little weird, (laughs) but I don't know. Put it back in. Yeah. (laughs) Oops. But, and then you have that, and then, I don't know, and then Timothy wants her to eat him, and it seems like, it's not really clear if she does start, I, it, she's definitely, like, making out with his blood, but. Yeah, she's, like, drinking his blood for sure. Yeah. I don't know if she's, yeah. And then it's the end, and it, which is just a shot from them far away, and it looks like he's well, alive. Well, it goes back to the apartment, and it's all cleaned up, oh, yeah, and, and, like, yeah. everything's gone. Yeah. And the bodies are gone. So that's where I, I kind of assumed like maybe you could assume that she like ate all of him. Oh, Timothy Chalamet. bones and all. Yeah. Like she ate him, bones yeah. and all. She eat both of them? Did she eat Sully too? Uh, maybe. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I guess the, I think the important thing is it would be him like Timothy Chalamet because obviously the, they were in love. The final scene is kind of kind of like they're together as in like she ate him. So. He, they're together forever. That was, I forget, was the last, the very last when they like did that little monologue or was that right before they moved to Ann Arbor? Because they, they said like, let's just be normal people for a little yeah, while. That's, that's right before, before Ann Arbor. Mm-hmm. See, I love, I wish that would have been the ending. <laughs> like, like, let's just be normal people for a little while and then yeah. cut. Yeah, I. You don't really. Have there's to. also like this that scene too, just like the ending scene with Mark Rylance and um that fight and everything. I thought was like 
kind of weirdly edited with like the the shots and stuff of cutting away to like I don't know normal thing like the sink and stuff it's like too on the nose like oh we're gonna go to this super graphic shit of like you know he getting like choked out with a grocery bag and then oh cut to here's the sink and you can like still hear the shit in the background like, I'm interested what he used to a uh, bag and not a shirt. I thought the bag was weird anyway because he had a knife. Can he just poke a hole in the bag? To or bring? his finger? But it's only yeah, grocery bag. Yeah, so like it's a grocery thing. bag. Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's a gra- take his shirt off and then do it with a shirt. Or just hit him over the head with something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. Uh, that yeah, felt, he had the jump on him. That like felt like <laughs> the worst way to try and kill someone when he, they have a knife and can just stab you like they did. But like he saw. Well, he I like how knife. that looks though. I mean, it did look. Cool. It looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> But that's cheap just to do something for the intention of it just looking good, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, just, I don't know. That whole, I, I can't think I kind of agree with Josh, actually. with If that would have ended there, would have been. I would have loved it. And yeah. you don't have the ambiguity. You just have, like, what happened after. Yeah. Like, yeah. How long were they normal? Did they say normal? Yeah. Then you leave with questions. This is like, well. Yeah, him dying and, like, her eating him doesn't. Do I don't know, it doesn't really me. add much, I guess. Yeah, for me either. They could, they could, like and maybe that's a maybe <laughs> that's a fault of the movie and too, like the writing, like like the bones and all thing. We've talked about it a million times. Like there was no significance to that besides them saying that. So like, it, if there would have been like a a greater significance placed on that, then like that could have been a cool ending. Like if she had to eat him bones and all, yeah. And then like we could have felt something from that, but I don't feel like there was a significance placed on that. No. Other than like these two random guys saying it. Yeah, it got them high. Is basically all they right. said. Right. So. And then they we then they added the weird wrinkle of Kayla getting killed. That, by that's what I was like, gonna say too. Like that was the oh, other that question was it super raised. Added. So you're like, like that was another f- question it raised. Why would Sully? He can't smell non-eaters, right? So. Why did he go and? But he was following them, so he knew where he they. He knew that's where his sister was. Yeah, I feel like that was kind of just. It like didn't feel like he was mad at Timothy, though. He never even had an yeah, interaction. Yeah, but she had nobody. Yeah, I don't know. Like, um, what's her nuts? Taylor Russell. But even the way they acted, kind of, and they just kind of just seemed like a throwaway. He's just like, look, it's like Kayla. It's like we'll worry about that later or something like that. And then yeah. that's it. Like, Don't well, think about that now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then he well, actually die anyway. He <laughs> actually calls it out too. So, like we were, we Jacob and I knew it was Kayla without them saying it. So then he's like grabs. And he's like, oh, he got Kayla. It's like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. Like now you're just adding <laughs> it seemed too many. Completely unnecessary. Yeah. Like there's so much that happened in that last like 15 minutes or 20 minutes, whatever. Cut and it out. Yeah. Yeah. Keep and it at the hit. It didn't really add much. I feel like that was definitely the weakest part of the entire movie was the last like 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah. I think I agree too. There was like no real payoff for many of the things that felt built up. And then it's like they added new things that we also never get paid off because yeah. they don't even have time to answer that before the end. And then it just ends, which I do like ambiguous endings, but this felt cheap. Like this felt un- answered though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it, yeah. It didn't more. I feel like you could have been more ambiguous, like if you would have cut off where I said this, like answers. Right, that's what I'm saying. Questions that were just posed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like they made created questions at the end to have that kind of ending, but like that doesn't work when you didn't answer anything else. They don't feel like (laughs) these built big built up questions we need to know answers to that you left us blank just to think about that. It was like, oh, we added a bunch of answers. That were questions, questions that in were the last just answered like right after. 10 minutes 
and now left those unanswered. But it's like, okay, but we already know the answer from before the scene where you said it should ended. Like that, that was ambiguous enough. Yeah. Like I said, him dying doesn't really add anything for me. So like, I think as a love story too, it works better to cut it off where Josh was saying, because like, yeah. it makes it more tragic, I guess. Like, you know that it's kind of, I, I mean, I would say, I guess you, you would think it's doomed to fail. Like, like just people their lifestyle. who are on drugs. Right? Yeah. Like, and so like, you, don't, you don't get users. to see their downfall, but like you can assume it's going to happen. And like, you're left with like, a quote-unquote happy ending because they're happy for the time but like you know that it's doomed to fail yeah. in the end like that's like, more interesting they were bad together and then they left and they both got better and that was another got, weird thing is yeah they, they left and then like she just like comes back and finds she's them. all clean and like <laughs> yeah <laughs> does well that felt very rushed too yeah, yeah. <laughs> but either way they both seem better now like he was back home like she seemed better yeah you know it's like they got clean and got back together and then you know, it starts getting bad again, but then we're kind of left with like, maybe they'll make it. Maybe they won't. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then we know they don't. It's like, Oh, well, yeah. And then it just immediately. Yeah. One more thing that, that that would be heavy spoilers is the, the mom thing. Cause that's kind of what the movie's building up to the whole time. Right. She wants to find her mom because, um, her, her dad left her. wasn't there so she finds her mom which is chloe Sevigny, which is really weird she's in it for like three minutes literally at most um but that scene too like i don't know how you felt about that scene like i like kind of like this is a choice like it it shows that like this is one of your choices right you have this you can off yourself or yeah uh, timothy pretty much those two yeah so like and you get to see the horrors of like this is what your life would be like, or, you know, you either eat off yourself or commit yourself. And this is what's going to happen to you. Um, but I thought the part of like her, the note, and then like, she gets to Attacked it. Attacked right like, at the yeah, end. She's like, <laughs> so I have to kill you. And like the nurse too said like, oh yeah, she just took her meds or whatever. So it's like, are these meds doing anything? Cause she's clearly like coherent enough to know when she gets to that part of the yeah, note. She's waiting. To lunge she's like, oh, yeah. she's like, she's like I perfect. can't lunge at the wrong time. <laughs> yeah. It won't make sense. <laughs> Until I, unless I lunge that at the was last so, sentence. Like corny. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> and plus like no one else read this note that this person wrote yeah. because they probably would have pre-read it. Right. I mean, yeah. yeah but even know. if they didn't, they're just, she just sits there and like lets her be that close to someone who has attacked people before. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, she doesn't have any arms, so, but. <laughs> yeah. She'll have teeth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did think that was a little cheesy. <laughs> Just, and so I must do it myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come here. Yeah, I mean, I like that she, like, tracked her down and where, like, that led I to. I liked how that whole scene looked. Yeah, and then like, after that, it's like a, that's another weird, like, lull, because, like, you're like, okay, this is, like, what the whole movie was leading to, and now it's like, where do we go from here? That's what so, I felt. The biggest law was right. Well, yeah. it was like ba- yeah. basically from meeting the guys in Missouri to like the hospital was like yeah. felt mm. so long. And I was like kind of tuning out. I kept twisting in my seat because I'm like <laughs> antsy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and one nitpick, but small thing about the state abbreviations, you know, the only one they didn't put on there. Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. I they know. put every fucking state that they <laughs> go to, even MI. if it's for even they went to that one state just for like it. three seconds and it was like, 
and then a new state and they put it up there still and then like they well, get that's to Michigan, we they didn't know they were in Michigan and then they said yeah. Ann Arbor I'm like oh they're in Michigan now <laughs> like why would you do every state they go to and not, and not do that one it just maybe that was a conscious choice and we're just missing it <laughs> yeah for what reason yeah, <laughs> Because clearly it's not like we, we it's not like they're Luca. trying to hide where they're at because they fucking flash U, U of M shit everywhere. I know. And she says she, have, she has a job on campus. <laughs> I, I just want to turn weird. around and see Timothy watching in the background and be like. <laughs> yeah, we, we turn around. <laughs> you know how they randomly show up at the theater? Yeah, at the, w- the, he'd been the fifth of the fifth person there. With us. Yeah, Where'd you there go to State Theater? No, we went no, to the Imagine. Ann Arbor. Oh. Ma- uh, 20. Not Max. Imagine. Ann Arbor Max. Yeah, yeah Cinema. Well, cool. Anything else on Bones and All for you guys? No. All right, let's rate it out of five stars. What are you going to give it? I'm going to give it a heavy three. I also gave it a heavy three. I am a 3.5. All right, ready to get into this next burr? Mm. Yeah. I'm gonna rinse. We should rinse our glasses out, I assume. Yep. I was going to do that bed talk, but it takes me to get I'll, out. I can do it <laughs> if you want to introduce it. Yep. I will introduce it. So this, Jacob's going to have to pronounce it for us. His, a resident, French. Bienvenue. Bienvenue. Um, which translates to raspberry and vanilla. <laughs> it doesn't sound as cool. Not as not, not that cool at all. But Yeah, that's exactly. So it is a imperial stout from Outside Ales. In out of Grand Haven, Michigan, technically, Michigan. I? Um, I just went to the Super Liquor, found a section of single cans, and this one looked interesting. So, um, description on the can reads: subtly sweet raspberry flavor is complemented by notes of cocoa and oak from the barrel. What follows is a vanilla bean forward presence with a smooth finish. Um, we have a little difference in untapped versus this can skew. Um, can says 11.75, untapped says 10.75. I like the former, so we're going to go with the higher ABV <laughs> at 11.75. Um, obviously, we all love outside. I don't know if we've featured them. We have. Yeah, we we've have. had to have, yeah. Can't remember what I can't think of a specific one, but I'm sure we had to have them before. Right? We had to have. Did we have Bean Flicker on the show? No. I don't think so. No, but... I know we talked We talked about them because... No Dragon's Milk either. That's New Holland. That's, yeah. Oh, New Holland. <laughs> uh, confuse them sometimes. They're close to each other. No, we don't, I don't think we've had any of the hipster brunched on here. No Mayan Mocha. Wait, did we not have Mayan Mocha? I don't think so. Damn. Have we not had Oddside on the show? That seems surprising. We obviously went there with Travis. Didn't we have so. that mint one? Mint chocolate no, chip? Java no. chip mint stout. Yeah. I don't think so. That was Perrin, wasn't it? We did that have mint, a... That mint, oh. was, that mint one was from Perrin. Yeah. Midnight. Midnight snack yep. or something like that. Huh. Maybe not. This could be the first one. Think for one fucking second. Well, they are a fantastic brewery. I They usually have nothing but... Good ones. I don't and their dark beers are like always yeah. incredible. Looked interesting, so had to go for it. It's a cracker. Hmm. Only a 12-ounce can, so we're uh, 
Glug, 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 glug. <laughs> Pretty limited on the... How you want to hand me your glass? Yeah, we have had outside. What? Do you know what one it was? No. <laughs> like the worst outside beer you could pick. Beer me. That just... Oh, that lager. oh the lager. The lager. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the only beer I've ever <laughs> had from them that's not great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, solid lager, but yeah, it's just... It, it's just a lager. <laughs> lager, hardly nowhere. A lot of raspberry on the nose. Oh, yeah. Heaps. Yes, that's why they put it first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, cheers. Cheers. Completely different from what we just had. <laughs> that hits you in the taste buds. That's such a drying switch. Mm-hmm. Definitely needs to warm up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it feels I'm a little like, muted. Yeah, I'm getting a little yep muted. Thin. Just getting alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully you have enough to talk about, at least. I will keep us alive. Put it in the put in the old ball carriage. <clears throat> yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Just like and uh all quiet. If your hands are cold, cup your balls. Yeah. <laughs> it works. All right, let me pull up the old diary <laughs> for some nano <laughs> reviews. These fuckers are just World Cup disregarding Only the comes cinema four years, Kyle. of this show. Um, the sets part, no issue. Well, yeah, plenty of sets. I only have one, so I can stretch this out. I watched Duel, the Riley Stearns flick. It's on Hulu now. Uh, I'm working on getting some uh, more 2022 movies in for the Cram Jam. Um, we got you only have like a month left, guys. I know. Are your lists gonna be ready for the top top ten? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I got at least ten of them. <laughs> we have it. Have you seen all the movies that you want to see? I guess is the question. No, they haven't been out yet. <laughs> the, the movies I want to see are coming out soon. Well, anyway, um, I really <laughs> liked um, The Art of Self-Defense from Riley Stearns. It's the only other movie I've seen of his. I knew I, I knew that name sounded familiar. Mm-hmm. I did. And it's got your girl that. in it. Yep. So I was uh, excited to see this one, and uh, I was pleasantly surprised. I guess I wasn't surprised by it. Um, it's pretty much exactly like The Art of Self-Defense. Both, I would say, are extremely... Um, Influenced by Yorgos Lanthimos. I don't know if you've seen either of these, Jacob, but... I've seen The Art of Self-Defense. Oh, okay. I talked did you like about that? it on I don't the show. Remember. I don't remember that. I did. Okay. Should check it out then. Um, yeah, it's pretty... It's kind of similar. Um, not like super high concept or anything, but um, it is like a... Kind of set in like a futuristic world, but like the time <laughs> or like the technology is never established. Like the one thing that I love about this is the the uh like art direction or the production design that they use like their cell phones look like um like when they're typing like text messages it looks like a like a macro command on like a computer like <laughs> like yeah. they're typing in like code and like everything just like how things look it's like old technology it's like futuristic but like old technology so like it's not it like doesn't date itself right it's like things that are unique to this movie and world um so i don't know it's like all that stuff that they do for 
kind of like kind of showcasing it that. follows you never really know when it yeah it's, it's i would say it's similar to that yeah like the, sh- the fucking shell phone yeah that's so <laughs> the weird. shell phone um but yeah i love all that stuff and the it's super funny but like super dry humor um there's a there's a great dance scene in it nice so Aaron Paul does some bust a move. It's pretty Ooh. funny. <clears throat> um, yeah, ultimately the end I would say is probably the thing that holds it up. I wouldn't say it's like unsatisfying, but you kind of expect, I, I wish they would have gone into more unexpected territory. Cause I feel like the ending is very much what you would expect from like the beginning. And like they try to set up something towards the end where like you think it's going to subvert the expectation and then it, doesn't and there's like this really like with clones there's like this really cheesy foreshadowing of like oh something in the dna coding got wrong and she has blue eyes and you have brown eyes (laughs) it doesn't like play into that too much like it does like it doesn't do like the reveal of like oh she had like the blue eyes and it like shows the eyes it doesn't do that so like thank god but <laughs> she's wearing contacts but well it does do like something along oh, those yeah. lines so it's like <laughs> it's through dialogue it's not like yeah, through the yeah. camera shot but like come on too obvious but not yeah like everything Michael else Jackson, um i really liked it's yeah karen gillen is like she's playing like somebody straight out of a yorgos movie just totally deadpan and I do like the kind of themes and ideas that it's going for, like just like this existentialist, you know, like your life is going nowhere feeling and then something happens and it kind of gives it like she reinvigorates it. And that, you know, you could say that story has been done a thousand times as well. But um, in this light, it's, you know, a little bit different and it's a nice twist on it. So I would say check it out. It's pretty short. It's only 90 minutes. Um, There's at least five minutes of credits. So. Yeah, before I forget, I, don't, I know you guys were interested at one point. Waves is on Peacock now with Kelvin Harrison. Huge. And Taylor Russell is in that one too. Oh, so. okay. So yeah, I that's... It's a, uh, not 2022, but I know we've no, yeah, been yeah. wanting it, oh, watch for it sure. for, for sure for quite some time. And I just looked it up and it's on Peacock now. So hell. Yeah, I'm pretty much going to be working on this year's movies for the rest of the year. But um, I will definitely get around to that. For sure. Okay. Anything else for you guys? I do have one more small thing. I haven't finished it. So I know like with TV, right? We usually like to finish the series before talking about it. But I don't think I'm going to finish this because it is dog shit. (laughs) Yikes. I started The Watcher on Netflix. Do you know what this is? No. Do you know who Ryan Murphy is? Yes. The guy that did Monster, The Jeffrey Dahmer Show, and he also did... American Horror Story. I was going to say him yeah. and one other did American Horror Story. Yep. I only watched American Horror Story. Albums. So this is another Ryan Murphy show. Came out like immediately after Monster. So I don't know like if they're just like banking these up and releasing them or how he has that much free time. But um, yeah, The Watcher. I had heard about this case too. I feel like it was like a podcast or something. Not like a true crime podcast, like a conspiracy podcast or something. I don't remember. Anyway, I knew like some small details about this case. I was interested in watching it and the writing in this show is so atrocious like every line that a character says you're like that is not what a real person would say (laughs) it's so corny and so bad like i i really can't 
express this enough. And the mystery is like, you know, it's enough to keep you going, like watching it. But I had heard that the ending is like super bad and dissatisfying also because I don't think this case was ever solved. I don't know if you guys know oh, anything about it. Like, no, not at all. This guy moves into a house and he's getting like these creepy letters and it's like, oh, you like, I see that you have two kids and, you know, I'll be watching you or whatever. And then like the next one's like, oh, their names are Aaron and Lori and they like to do this. They have these activities. Yeah, whatever, blah, 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 from the watcher. And so like he's like, he gets like basically paranoid about like all these people that it could be. And um, I don't think the case was ever solved. So I don't feel like there's, I know that the ending is going to be dissatisfying as well. And yeah, just like the production value and everything. It's decently high. Like Naomi Watts and I don't forget the other guy's name. He Bobby was in Blonde. Ball. Yeah. Like they're good. Their performances are fine, but just like the material that they're given to work with is so bad that it yeah. does not make Nobody up for it. Nobody can save it. You said it and I, I have I have seen parts of it. Oh, uh, the show? Chris has started watching it and okay. I was like, yeah. what she is even like, was like, what the hell? Yeah. When like normal. Okay. So like for TV, there's like always a bump for TV, right? Like if a TV show is bingeable and like hooks you in. People will like love it and call it the best thing ever, even if it's like mid at best, right? Like there's that bingeable nature that people, they equate that with it being a good show. And this probably has that to some degree, but the ratings on the show are not good. And if that's coming from normal people that normally <laughs> give really mid shows like, yeah, ten, five out of five, then you know that this is bad. <laughs> like it is bad. So I don't think I'm going to finish it, but I just figured I would mention that now because, uh, yeah, that's literally the only other thing I watched. So, okay, um, is that it for everybody? You guys want to? I don't know anything else to say on um, what was this called again? Bye. Look up. Vin- but what'd you say? Bon yeah, Yeah, talk about that. I'm gonna uh, <laughs> I'm gonna l- see what we have for next week. Well, now that it's nice and warm. You can get more of the flavors out of it instead of just the alcohol nose. Mm-hmm. Still and very it, subtle. But, but the, it I can subtle. definitely taste the raspberry now. Uh, it said the vanilla is not that strong for me. I think the chocolate flavor overpowers the vanilla. And it definitely has a booziness. I think... Um, fuck. What's the name of the beer, Jacob? What am I thinking of? I have no idea. What do you got? You just you said like one word, fuck. Yeah, but if I'm thinking of this and I'm trying thinking of another beer, come on, what's it called? That's similar to this. Yes, that's a stout. That's better. Oh, big luscious. I'm actually embarrassed for you. Big Josh luscious. Got it, yes. Big luscious. Big I was luscious. Say fruit wood. I think big luscious <laughs> is much better. Yeah, big luscious is a stout though. Fruit wood is not. Yeah, mm, it's an old ale. It's like yeah, like a Belgian or something. Maybe I was thinking Big Luscious. Th- yeah. Big Luscious on, is Jacob. better. The, it has yeah. more of the raspberry. Similar. Well, this is like, I feel like this is like pure raspberry. Really? That's what I'm getting. I mean, I definitely taste raspberry, but it seems pretty light. I'm getting a lot of chocolate. Yeah. Chocolate I'll say raspberry first, first, then chocolate. Not really any vanilla. Little barrel. Little bourbon barrel. Yep. Yep. For sure. It is light on all flavors. Well, not light on booze. Except the booziness. You can definitely feel that burn. 
Okay. Um, let's see. What do we have this week coming out? Friday. A Wounded Fawn. Shutter Original. Yeah, we don't have a lot. We have Violent Night. Oh, yeah. that's Okay, I'm looking at the wrong week. Yep. December 2nd. Let's say we already passed that. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> I don't know. What are you guys thinking? I'm good with we it. We could go yeah. back. We could find... Do something else. Or, yeah, we could do Violent Night. I mean, there's... Devotion just came out. Strange World just came out. <coughs> Not too thrilled on either of those. But well, Fableman's expanded, so we should have oh, that. Oh, Fableman's, yeah. So we could do that. Fableman's was at Ann Arbor Theater we just went to. Yeah, it should be in... Jackson. Because if we... Uh, yeah, if we... We can do Fableman's that way the next week we won't have to... We'll have like the whale and... Empire of Light to choose from and Pinocchio's on Netflix. The next week is going to be stacked. So, yeah. and there's like a violent night, um, like another kind of violent night movie coming out week after with from Jeff Bagos, who did um, VFW. And, no, <laughs> yeah, Bag or Bagos, I think. Um, mm. he's the one that did, I guess, had VFW and he did Bliss. That I did. Oh, okay, gotcha. BFW. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I feel like Violent Night would have been good if there was nothing else, but if Joe, we would Joe rather Bagos. see Fablemans, then we should do that. Yeah, it just depends. I don't know if, I won't know if it's coming to Jackson until okay, like midweek. Like, but yeah, here's like here's what we'll do. We'll say Fablemans will prioritize if it's available. If not, we can always do Violent Night. I don't really care. Like I said, I don't even want to see Fablemans. So, I mean, I will see it, but it's not high on my list. So. Sound good? Sounds mm-hmm. good. Okay, cool. Well, that wraps up the show. If you want to send us a question or comment, you can email us at sudsandcinemapodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at sudsandcinemapodcast. I'm on Letterboxd and Untapped at the KG Project. I'm on both those as JSAL517. That's JSAL517. And I'm on both platforms at Josh underscore Saldana. All right. Thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. <laughs> <laughs>